naturopath in Perth, WA. This is a place where you can expand your knowledge on how to optimise your health and realise your full potential. We'll have cutting edge information with expert guests and having lots of fun along the way. Get ready to be empowered and motivated to reach your higher vitality and find your ultimate potential. Let's go! Revital Health is a proud member of the Health Optimization Network. Health Optimization Medicine and Practice is a 501c3 nonprofit on a mission to educate doctors and practitioners on how to optimize for health rather than treating disease. If you're interested in becoming a practitioner or donating, head over to homehope.org. Revito Health Clinic is the first and only of its kind exclusive health optimization clinic in Australia with state-of-the-art technology, protocols and personalized healthcare compounded medicines made specifically to your testing individualities. To find out more, head to revitalhealth.com.au. I had such a fantastic time talking about the magic of surfing and nature, the love of becoming a mum and staying healthy and slowing down with professional free surfer Imogen Caldwell. Now a little bit about Imogen, she's a professional free surfer, internationally renowned model, born and raised on a sheep station in rural Western Australia. She grew up doing it all, surfing, diving, fishing, mustering sheep and riding dirt bikes. Imogen started surfing in her mid-teens alongside her father and three brothers and once she tackled her first big wave, it quickly showed that signs of surfing greatness with an uncanny ability in the big waves. Extraordinarily grounded, Imogen credits her upbringing for shaping her to become the person she is today. So from a young age, she was taught how to live a sustainable and healthy lifestyle, learning how to live off the land and take care of her surroundings. A true embodiment of the Australian lifestyle. She's a dynamic young woman whose star is on the rise globally. She's led herself into front global ambassador campaigns for the likes of O'Neill, Otis Eyewear, Jayco Caravans and Swox Sunscreen. And she's also worked with GoPro Australia, Little Bellies, JS Health Vitamins, Maxi Cozy, Channel Island Surfboards, Beck and Bridge and has been photographed by the Australian photographer Simon Upton. Imogen and I talk all about surfing, growing up in WA, competitions, balancing life as a mum, prioritising self-care and health, a wellness and a routine day in the life of Imogen, as well as life philosophies and what's up and coming for Imogen. We hope you enjoy. All right, Imogen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Honoured for this to be my first podcast. Oh, and I can't believe that. That is, that's unbelievable for me. I think you're a pro already. <laughs> oh my God. That's why you can hear like the shaking in my voice. <laughs> hey. Look, uh, we, have, we have such a, a wide audience of people from around the world and everyone loves Australia and everyone loves WA in particular. So I think there is going to be so much interest in just hearing about what WA is like and your life growing up here is pretty incredible. So you grew up on a sheep station. I did. I grew up on a working sheep station about 12 hours north of Perth. Wow. That's, that's, that's desolate. <laughs> that's a <so> far away. <laughs> <laughs> Incredibly isolated, but yeah, so beautiful. And if anyone's ever been there, Red Bluff, it's just the most incredible place it's yeah as i said sheep station but right on the coast so it's basically where the desert meets the sea and um yeah that was my home 
Yeah, Red Bluff is amazing. We we went around Australia in a caravan, uh, 2017, I think it was, and went past all those beautiful places, and it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's actually how my family came came to find Red Bluff. We I was originally born on the east coast of Australia, and we, long story short, um, mum and dad sold the family sold the business, sold the house, and and intended to. Uh, they bought a caravan, a caravan intended to travel around Australia and, yeah, came across the bluff and haven't left. I think it's 16 or 17 years ago. <laughs> wow. Wow. So your interest then in surfing, obviously, and nature and, like, what an amazing childhood to have in the, the grounding, outdoors, being able to potter barefoot out in the, the station and out in the ocean uh, it, it, you must feel really grounded for for being having that upbringing. Yeah, very free range. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> free range, like the perfect childhood that most kids should get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was very yeah a very um incredible upbringing and something that I probably took for granted. And now having a child of my own, it's like all that I want is to give him a childhood that that's similar to that and very hard to come by. <laughs> I'm trying to make it happen, but yeah, it's not, um, opportunities like that don't just let on your doorstep. No, on no. On the day. So yeah, mum and dad were incredibly lucky to be in the right place at the right time. And yeah. Yeah. An insane yeah. ring. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I grew up not in a similar place, but in Keysbrook, which is a little bit more inland on a property and I had horses and things like that. So very different to what we live in now. And I have two children. And again, I have the same feelings of, wow, I wish they had what I had and how am I going to be able to make that happen for them? Yeah. Yeah. It's incredibly important. So then from, from that upbringing, how did you, how did you even get interested in surfing? Did it run through the family? Did you just jump on a board one day and like just fall in love with the ocean and surfing? It was a very natural, I guess, just, it was very natural to me. It was all that I had. I had the ocean at my front door and the desert at my back. So there wasn't many options for mm. hobbies out there. Um, and my dad and brothers, like my whole family surfed by my mum. So it was, um, I fell into surfing just super naturally. I yeah, followed my brothers and my dad into the water and, there was also another family that lived up there. So there were two families that um, were based permanently at Red Bluff and their family had eight kids, six of them being girls. So between my sister and I, and then the six of them, like it was an all girl lineup yeah. and there's nothing better than surfing with a bunch of girlfriends. So, cool. so that was like, yeah, all day, every day. That's what we do. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. I'm feeling safe out there with all of your friends. Um, obviously yeah. there can be a few larger fish in the sea, um, which can be yeah, yeah. <laughs> most people who aren't familiar with Australia or don't live here. They're always aware of the, the sharks, <laughs> no matter what. Especially in WA, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that scares a lot of people off surfing. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I don't know. It was always something I would just push to the back of my mind, not really think about. And then I started getting into, getting into free diving and, you know, really seeing what was beneath the surface mm. and that kind of opened my eyes up to just how, um, I guess, scared of you they are yeah. as well as of you being scared of them. Absolutely. So, yeah, it was like almost kind of calming to see that. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's so vast and big down there that it has to be quite an unlucky uh, chance meeting to be that person out there in the water. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. How did Bennett evolve into competitions and being a professional surfer? And then talk me into this, you know, talk me through now being uh, a free surfer and what that transition looked like for you. Yeah, so I started competing in the under 18 division. So I was doing the under 16s and then I went into the under 18s. And then once I got above that, I just thought, no, nah, this isn't for me. I'm not going to pursue this anymore. I, I was over surfing those small little waves. I just wanted to get into the big heavy stuff, which isn't, I don't know if you know much about competitive surfing, but that's not how it works. <laughs> you can't really um, surf the waves that you want to surf. No, you got to start, you got to get through all of the crappy stuff to get to the really solid, decent um, spots around the world, but um, obviously not an option. And I just thought, nah, this isn't for me. And by that stage, I had gained a few sponsors and they weren't pushing me to compete. So um, that worked really well. And then also modeling went hand in hand with um, the free surfing thing and and yeah, that's just been me ever since. I've been traveling the world as a, a professional free surfer model. It's amazing. For years. <laughs> what, a, what a dream life. <laughs> yeah, so, so lucky. lucky. Oh, so lucky. So where, where would be the most incredible places that you've, um, that would stick to your, to, to your memories of being, um, you know, lasting impressions? Far out. I think like, like everywhere I've been, I just feel so fortunate to have visited and, just grateful um i'm obsessed with home though <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm a like real home body yeah and because everywhere that i've ever traveled i've been on my own a lot like i'll travel to a place on my own and then meet with a, a group there but it's always quite isolating yeah. so I've, I've always been quite homesick and and yeah I've, I've always just wanted to come back to west australia but yeah yeah, yeah. We, the good waves down south. So you're based south Western Australia now, aren't you? No, I'm northwest. Are you still northwest? There you go. Yeah, all the kind of Midwest. So I was born in the north, and now I'm I'm more in the Midwest, um, Kalbarri. Yeah. Ah, beautiful waves there. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, do you travel up and down the coast much throughout the year? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, my partner, um, Courtney, his brother, Kirby, lives down in Denmark. And then my family's still up running Red Bluff. So we kind of go between the two and they're like different ends of yeah. the state. A lot of yeah, driving. Quite <laughs> <laughs> or if you can, luck, luck a plane as well. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So tell me a little bit more about then, you know, sustaining your health. And we'll get into mumhood in a minute because <laughs> that's as fascinating to me as anything. <laughs> Uh, but how, how have you coped with the intense physical pressures of surfing? Because you're out there for a, a long time. You need to revive, refresh. Your body needs to be, you know, your, your mind needs to be on because you're, you're, you're out in the ocean. It's something that's very taxing for, you know, an average person. Obviously, you love it so much that that's just natural to you. But what is so your go-to things that really keep you sustained or lifestyle factors that you have to have in your life? For me, the biggest thing for me is um, eating well. And I've been raised on a um, 
lots of beautiful food, really fresh fruits and vegetables. So to me, it, it came very naturally, especially when I left home. I was just, it was just bred into me. I love eating well. I love to cook. I'm a massive foodie. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess, I don't know, I've never really stuck to a strict exercise regime. I just, I figure the more I surf, the the more comfortable I feel in those waves. So like after I did the whole pregnancy and birth and then everything that comes after that, and then I got back into the water, I felt extremely weak and, and yeah, just not confident, not comfortable. And yeah, but now since it's been, it's been a while and I've just been surfing every day and not, not really working out at all, but just the more I surf, the, the stronger I get. And yeah. Yeah. But there's, I don't, I don't stick to a, a, yeah, a very strict exercise schedule at all. Yeah. I guess you don't need to, if you're doing different things and, and now obviously being a mum, your body does change so quickly. Uh, and you, you have to then get used to that new movement, the new rhythm, the new muscle that, you know, that they haven't been <laughs> used to. <them. laughs> Extra boobs while breastfeeding. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a few big changes to be made, but the the heart's opened and you are a, a, a you know a, well I, I know i did i came out a completely different person in a, in a better way so you'll have you have more clarity in different ways there but so there's nothing that you do specifically to make sure that you're you're avoiding injury at this stage it's something that you just go out and surf as much as you can and just feel like that you're that's really really good for your body yeah not really i think if you're going to go out trying to avoid the in injury, especially in Western Australia, like the waves over here, you're not really going to be able to surf to your full potential. Yeah. You've yeah. got to give it your all. Otherwise it's, yeah, yeah not really worth it now. <laughs> That's why I can never be a yeah. surfer. I'm like, oh, it's too fast. <laughs> well, you've got to be just 100% committed. I remember the first wave I got back actually when I, after becoming this mother and I, I paddled out and it was pretty solid. I don't know what I was thinking, but I just paddled out. <laughs> And I um, paddled into the first wave and I got to my, like, I went to push up on the board. First thing you do in surfing is you, you do like a burpee, you push up like this. And that's as far as I got. I just stayed in that like push up position and I just went over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't stand up. Push you up. Oh no. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I, I guess, um, you know, a lot of people find that later on in life, once you have to sort of maintain after you've had a few injuries and you have to then maintain your body after having those injuries is probably when you need to be doing a few things. I interviewed um, someone who helps some of the big wave surfers in Hawaii. He um, does like a functional training style fitness where he's moving his body and he's telling me all the stories there. And that was just fascinating to hear, especially, you know, in Hawaii, there's a few Australian surfers there as well, obviously living there. Um, he was telling me that. Yeah. So it, it's so cool. Surfing fascinates me. I've always had a fascination with surfing. I love it. Obviously living in Western Australia myself, it's just something that's been a part of your life here. My kids surf, but the, the greatness when you get out there in those massive waves and you can actually skillfully surf them, Oh, like I'm, I'm in awe. <laughs> so it's amazing, Imogen. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, it's, a, it's an amazing skill to have. So anything particular in food that you enjoy, that you love? I know you're a foodie, so that means a lot of different foods that you love. Is there anything that you just can't live without every day? 
coffee. <laughs> As a mum, yeah. <laughs> oh, the coffees just taste so much better now too. <laughs> yeah, they do. So your your little son, Rambo, that's his name, isn't it? Yeah, how old is he now? He is nine and a half months and just started walking today. Congratulations, baby. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's going to be a goofy footer too. He's like, he's got that right foot forward every time. Oh, Mum's got him on a surfboard any minute. <laughs> oh, he's on there. No, he's been in the water since birth. He was born in winter. So we had him in the freezing cold water and he's just been the biggest grins every time he's been in the ocean. He's such a little water baby. Yeah. But yeah, he, he'll be on a board in no time, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And he feels your love for it as well, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah so yeah. what was the biggest change for you becoming a mum was there anything that you you majorly um you know either struggled with or really found changed you in a dramatic way in, um to becoming a mum um honestly I think I was overall pretty mentally prepared to, for becoming a mum I always wanted to be a mother I was I'm the I was the cluckiest person you've probably ever met <laughs> since I was about 17 like I always wanted kids yeah. Um, I felt like everybody sort of said to me, oh, no, you need to wait. You've got to wait. It's it's ruins your life. You'll have to stop everything that you're doing. And I got a lot of negative um, comments, I suppose, um, prior to becoming a mum. And even when I was pregnant, you know, people would say, oh, this is the end or get all your sleep now because you won't have it and, and all of this. And I think that was one of the biggest things is like you won't realise how much you'll love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I love being a mum. I think it's so much fun. It it's probably the happiest I've ever been in my life. Yeah. And it's incredible to hear that because like you said, everyone always tells you negative stories about it. And I yeah. myself, it, I think it's a mental change that you have to make, that you have to have a different outlook. Um and I think it's to do with the personality too. It sounds like you're an amazingly positive person anyway. Uh, and sometimes people really struggle with those big changes. But I enjoyed pregnancy and birth and babies, just like incredible. It was it was life changing. And again, I was I was like, yeah, it made me so happy. So I didn't quite get the whole, oh, this is like really like we just had lack of sleep and you just dealt with it and you wake up with a smiling baby the next day. So yeah, I, I yeah. think um, being a mum. So have you felt like there's been any challenges that you've had to shift through with, in regards to surfing, like other than the body not <laughs> responding the way it should do when you're getting up on a wave? Anything else that you've had um, to adapt to? Not really. Like maybe just so much. Like my partner and I both surf, so it is harder obviously now to surf together. We've got to, you know, take it in turns. But, but I just make him wear the baby carrier, hold the camera, you just stay there. <laughs> <laughs> like, two birds with one stone. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've found that being able to be a mother and have this job so far for me has been has been easy, and I, I honestly feel like it's only going to get easier because he'll learn to swim. We'll be able to just leave him on the beach. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. We leave our six-year-old on the beach now. I shouldn't say. <laughs> She's happy. She just plays. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so in, in terms of, and I think we've spoken through it already, but just a few little snippets for people 
Um, firstly, your your business. So you've actually got a good times down under, which sounds fascinating. Is that something that you, you you'd spend a lot of time doing? Yeah, that was something we sort of created before I even fell pregnant, actually. And we were, you know, planning to put our heart and soul into it, into it, my brother and Courtney and I. And um, yeah, it, just the, I guess the enormity that comes with YouTube and how consistent you have to be. We probably weren't ready for that, but I kind of just tried to handball it to my brother because my brother Oscar is this insane spear fisherman. He's just a incredible waterman and um just not very good with the camera or in front of the camera so he, i'm trying to get him to take that on because i just think he would make it an amazing series yeah without me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we probably will pick it up it's just yeah it's a, it's a big job yeah it is it and and the editing and the the, the behind the scenes stuff is huge yeah 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 Almost the easiest part is actually the filming part. Yeah. Exactly. And I was the editor, so I would get stuck with all of this footage and, and have to put it together. And I just thought, nah, I'm not ready for this. Let's just put it on hold for now. But yeah, it's, it's all there and we can go back to it at any moment. I think it's only going to get more interesting with Rambo now. Absolutely. Everyone to see is a little surfy baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... What else would you say that is a really massive part of, of making you who you are at this point in your life? Is there anything extra that you'd love to mention to people, any life philosophies or any, any really important, um, you know, people that have come into your life that have made huge differences? Um, you know, anything, anything like that? I think the biggest change for me since becoming a mum is just slowing down. I used to just, you know, get to this... I'd, I'd get to this goal, I'd get to this point, I'd get to this country and then just think, all right, I'm on to the next thing and I've got to do, do better and go bigger and, and get this and that. And now I'm just, you know, savouring every moment and just realising how fast time goes, seeing him grow up and I'm just slowing down and just, yeah, taking every moment as it comes and just enjoying that and, yeah. Yeah. It's really yeah. nurturing the, the mother nature, being present with that life, incredible life and being in awe of that right in front of you. It's something really special that you then appreciate so much more around you, don't you? You do, you do, yeah. 100%. Yeah. So now tell me a little bit about what's next for you. Like what have you got on the horizons? I know we're talking about slowing down, but is there anything... Yeah terms of travel or any you know big exciting things that you've got on the horizon that you wanted to mention to everyone I guess with with COVID now sort of slowing down it's mm. everything's starting to open up and I, I'm looking forward to getting back on the road and and showing Rambo some of the places I've been to around the world and yeah it should yeah. be it should be a big year big couple of years the next few so I'm super excited and just hoping everything can get back to normal yeah yeah i can't wait to to watch and see where you end up and what's on the horizon oh, thank you. <laughs> it's now is there anything any tips or tricks that you want to leave the audience in in that you um really love doing that you have in your daily life non-negotiables even if it is a bit of a surf every day or just a bit of a gratitude practice anything that you have that you put into your life like that yeah, I think like even for you, like you need to just get out there, get any board of any size, foamy especially, just 
just get out there and have a go. Like it's so much fun. It makes you so happy. It puts you in the best mood, even just getting in the ocean, even if you do not even catch a wave, just go for a paddle. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You've challenged me. (laughs) (laughs) Next will be a YouTube story of Jodie falling off a board, but that will be fun. Oh dear. So where can everyone find you, Imogen? Um, you know, Instagram links, websites, where, where can we, where can we keep watch? Oh, I can only really keep up with one social media at the moment. Um, I just use Instagram, which is just my name, Imogen Caldwell, but yeah, that's a, that's a whole job in itself. <laughs> Absolutely. That's enough. And simplifying it into one area is so good. I love that. We, yeah. we need more simplicity, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing talking to you and thank you so much for coming on. And I'd love to have you back to have a a, a big discussion about what else you've been up to in the next few years or even next year to see and also keeping track with how Rambo is going on that surfboard. (laughs) Thank you so much. It was so lovely to meet you and thanks for having me on. Yeah, and we might bump into each other maybe if we go north. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I'll see you out in the water. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll definitely pick me out. (laughs) All right, lovely to speak with you, Imogen. Have a nice day. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Revital Health Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Revital Health as well as our website, revitalhealth.com.au for upcoming podcasts, workshops and speaking events. Find out about specials happening in the clinic and all the show notes and links mentioned in the podcast. Please remember that this information discussed here is general information and is not intended to diagnose or treat individuals. Please speak to your healthcare professional before embarking on any new treatments, lifestyle changes, medicines or supplementation to assess your suitability. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you again soon.